Welcome to the Dirt Reporters Podcast for the week of November 22nd. And guys, it's my favorite week of the year. Maybe Christmas pound for pound is a better holiday, but there's no better weekend week than Thanksgiving. You know, that's four or five days. You got Wednesday, Friday off. Got the weekend, family and friends. It's a great time. I'm thinking this is the greatest week of the year. It's officially Thanksgiving Eve. Eve, I can smell the turkey and stuffing. The Lions play at 11.30 a.m. tomorrow. Kovac, I know you're pumped. How excited are you? The Lions, Thanksgiving week, they're on fire. I feel much better about them playing uh, Tim McCready's Buffalo Bills now uh, on Thanksgiving after uh, winning three in a row. I was really dreading the Thanksgiving game against the Bills, but uh, now maybe, maybe, maybe we got a little bit of a chance. Maybe we have, maybe we're on a magic carpet ride now. I can't say I've won three in a row for the Lions very often. So looking forward to it, I guess. That's very sad that after three wins, you're riding a magic carpet ride. That's, yeah. that's well, it's been something. five years, five years since they won three in a row. So, so a uh, <laughs> long time coming. Kyle McFadden was still in high school five years ago. We're going to keep this turkey themed Thanksgiving theme. We're going to go around the room. And I'm going to ask you, what are you most thankful for in racing, in dirt late model racing? What are you thankful for, Kyle McFadden? Oh, man. Well, thankful for quite a bit, obviously. Thankful for having this opportunity to be here with you guys. And honestly, I uh, the, the trips to Eldora this year where we all were able to, you know, there's not too many times where all of us, at dirt on dirt at flow in general are able to get together and not only cover an event, but just spend time with one another. And so I look back at our Eldora trips and uh, enjoy those and uh, able to just be thankful, you know, for those times in the media center together, you know, cracking jokes, you know, you guys uh, enjoying my dress attire as the, that how that's evolved as the years have you know gone on rigsby said i looked like a, a a guy that was almost homeless to start the year and to evolve that into a polo and to some nice looking jeans and to some new shoes you know going into the world 100 and getting that affirmation you know i'm uh it just shows how much we uh can come if if we stick together we can go far right and so uh i just uh appreciate just each and every single one of you guys and uh robert's jokes and you know robert's stories and and kevin's stories and Derek's stories and look i i got a long way to go to be able to even amount to uh a 16th of uh, those guys right so in terms of stories and and uh yeah so i'm uh kind of fishing here for you know more things to just say or or just uh be thankful for but no i mean i uh have appreciated all the all the stops so far and but really hold on tightly to the eldor trips just because you know all together and uh one location so yeah uh those eldora trips are great i love looking across the room and you're on your fourth or fifth you know round to the concession stand or the candy table because we know that you know how to feast. So I'm looking I'm looking for a number of plate counts tomorrow, Kyle. I want a text message how many you get in. I don't know if you're a big Thanksgiving food guy though. I'll send you each 
I'll send you a picture for each plate I have there. Oh, boy. How about that? Pound cake, too, right, Derek? We can yeah, get some pound, pound cake, cake at the dinner table for him. We and need some cool Charlotte wit. pound now cake we, for you, Kyle. Now that we've discovered Cool Wit. There we go. <laughs> maybe, maybe that'll open up more opportunities and more options at the dinner table. So, uh, Robert, I know you got a good chuckle out of the Cool Whip comment just now. So, you're more of a seasoned veteran of the Thanksgiving holiday in the dirt late model world. What are you most thankful about in dirt late model racing? Well, first of all, what gave it away that I was a seasoned veteran of the, the Thanksgiving feast? Was it, was it my belly? Is it that? Was that the, are you fat shaming me again? You know, <laughs> first like off, you did it, like you did that was over, Bolivia? that was over a few bush lights on like day 40 of speed week. So I was like Uh-oh. delusional. I'm just saying. When I came in off my last trip, I weighed a, a, a two fourteen, the lowest I've been in many years. So, so uh, anyway, let's. Uh, so I'm going to really pack on some turkey and dressing this weekend. Is what I'm trying to say is, you know, I've got room. I've been saving room for it. But uh, and and one thing I wanted to to ask you guys before I tell you what I'm thankful for, you football aficionados. And I wouldn't know this if I, if my wife and I hadn't been talking about. Uh, she's like the other night. She's like, "What do you mean? There's two. There's there's two football games on Thanksgiving." I'm like, "Where have you been? There's always football on Thanksgiving Day. It's like it's what people do. They eat and then they watch football." She's like, well, "I don't remember football. You know, on Thanksgiving." I'm like, "It's always been like that." So anyway, it has been since 1920 that the NFL has played uh, on Thanksgiving Day. I looked that up uh, last week. Do you know which, who has, what matchup has happened the most since 1920? It's got to be. The the matchup. I think it's got to be Lions-Bears. That's wrong. Lions-Packers. That is correct. Yes. I wish they were playing this Thursday. 21 times. 21 times the Lions have played the pack with the Lions winning 12 of those. The, the Lions record is 12, 8, and 1. How about that, Derek? But I, I will say that, uh, Derek, you were close. The Bears and the Lions have actually uh, played each other 20 times. So uh, so they're only one away. So it's really close right there. Excellent, excellent work. And the reason I know I'm not a huge football fan, but I've always been a Cardinals fan. So the reason I know about the thanks, you know, the Cardinals have actually played 12 times on Thanksgiving Day themselves. So uh, so I'm used to kind of watching that. Uh, but anyway, uh, fun facts about football on Thanksgiving Day. And what about which, racing I on think, Thanksgiving Day? Uh, I don't know. I didn't look that up. That's, I, think <laughs> by thanks, I think by Thanksgiving Day, we're all like thankful, literally thankful that there is not much racing uh happening around the world just there is a little bit obviously but not much um so we're definitely thankful for that thankful for football uh but as far as as far as the racing and stuff goes and kind of what we had what we had chatted about one thing that that I'm really thankful about is one thing I'm thankful for I'm thankful for promoters like Roger Sellers believe it or believe it or not I know that He's he's had some harsh. He's kind of a critic of streaming, but uh, but that notwithstanding, that push that aside, I'm actually thankful for promoters like Roger Sellers and like Casey Moses and those guys at uh, uh, all the people at, at Smoky Mountain Speedway here in Tennessee 
for realizing that they need to improve their product, for realizing that they can make improvements on their end. And like, uh, you know, they have done up there, tearing a wall down and trying to make their track better for everyone. I'm thankful for promoters, for people in the sport who want to improve it. I'm thankful for people out there who want to grow our sport and don't want to be stagnant and want to see things get better moving forward and not just kind of sit on their laurels and say, oh, woe is me. Why can't I get this or why can't I get that? And they actually go out and do something about it. So um, so I'm thankful for people like that, uh, regardless of what Roger Sellers thinks about streaming. Forget about that for right now. He's improving his racetrack, and uh, I'm thankful for people who who are making an effort like that because I know that each one of us here are definitely making an effort every single week that we leave the house, that we leave our families, that we leave our 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 kids, and everybody now has has kids really except for uh, the the only kid in the group here, uh, McFadden that he knows so, of. Yeah, yeah, they, that that he's aware of. So uh, I'm thankful, you know, that for all of us who actually go out and, you know, it's not just us here in this room. It's it's um, all of our video guys, all of our tech people, everybody who goes out every single week, leaves home sometimes for days on end. And I'll be honest, you know, I was down at um, down near Mobile at the uh, Southern Shootout, Southern, I'm sorry, Southern Showdown this past weekend. And man, I was ready to come home. It's been a long year uh, and I'm thankful for my job. Obviously I'm thankful getting to go out to all these races, but man, I was ready to come home. I was gassed. So I'm thankful for, for, to all the people at dirt on dirt and flow racing who, who give it up every single week to go out and, and bring the sport to the masses. Uh, so I'm thankful for the platform. Uh, actually the platform that Michael Rigsby really started and now we have carried over to flow racing and flow sports. I'm thankful for that platform that they've given us to go out and do that. So that's what I'm thankful for this week. Well said, Robert. Well said. Appreciate the football history as well. And it has been a long, long year for everybody, drivers, crews, media, promoters, even race fans. They might be race style. Who knows? But they always say they love going to the racetrack. So they might be a little bit – uh a little bit more uh, inclined to say, you know what, we're ready to go racing again next week. Some of us be like, oh, we can wait another week before we get back to the racetrack. All right, I'm going to go next. I am thankful for hot lap qualifying. I mean, it speeds up the show for, you know, 15, 20 minutes. But if you do that over time, you get a lot of hours back in your day. And I know that we're starting to see it more and more racetracks and certain events. But I am thankful for that, for the times that we do get to do hot lap qualifying. I am also thankful for races getting over at 930. I think uh, every time you go to a race, Crown Jewel event especially, if they get done by like that 930, 10 o'clock range, we've seen it. The pits are packed. The vibe's awesome. Everybody's hugging each other. seems like spirits are very high. But if you go to like four or five nights in a row, and we're not done until midnight, 1 o'clock, then you can start to see the decline in uh, people's morales throughout the uh throughout the event so i'm thankful for when tracks get their stuff dialed in get their shit together and we're done between 9 30 and 10 p.m which is happening more and more i feel like since i started 10 years ago people might argue with me but i think that races are getting done sooner 
at least so you know the headline divisions. And my last thing is I'm thankful for having four national series, you know, that pay good money throughout the season. Obviously, this is turning into an everyday sport, especially in the summer where you can race, you know, 38 days in a row, 40 days in a row. To have that money out there to feed the teams that are up going up and down the road, I think that's very vital and important for this industry to keep going. Uh, maybe it'll bite us in the butt where, you know, guys are racing too much. They don't have enough equipment. But in a time where maybe, you know, the economy has been kind of suspect and inflation's high throughout the entire world that they can go race for this kind of money and keep going up and down the road. So I'm very thankful that we got four national series uh to pay the money throughout the entire year, 12 months out of the year. And uh, let's just hope they can keep working together and not try to step on each other's uh, toes and shoes. And one's trying to be cockier than the other. Cause I think we need a lot, you know, these national series to keep teams going up and down the road with travel money to keep teams from uh, paying their crew guys and stuff like that. So I'm very thankful for that. That's my number one. Kovac, I know you're very thankful about hot lap qualifying as well. Yeah, anything to like just streamline the program. I, I'm I'm always thankful for the very efficient uh, racetracks that uh uh in the tracks and series and and those that are are able to be you know you know uh, quick on their feet and make the changes necessary to keep the show going. Like if something's another division is you know getting a little long. Uh, uh, with their with their part of the show and you know just change everything so that the the headline division will you know will keep rolling and uh, and the fans aren't waiting an hour an hour and a half for between the appearances on the track for the headline division but uh one of the uh, a big thing that I'm very thankful for is, is just the big shows of dirt late model racing uh, the, the 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 big events these big huge uh events that bring a lot of people that get you going you know th those are the ones that i'm i'm just uh i i get excited to go to i mean go to eldora speedway for the crown jewels there you go to uh the show me 100 i go to the uh pdc go to the usa nationals you know the the florence the north south 100 all, all these big races that get huge crowds it's it just makes me feel good as a dirt late model person uh when you see that and you're a part of it uh you know i mean i i've said it before about like walking into eldora uh you know for for those weekends you just you could just feel an electricity in the air that uh you 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 get excited about being in the whole dirt late model industry and and that it's uh we have something here that could draw you know five six ten thousand fifteen thousand people you know the world finals is another example of, of a big event that uh, really gets everyone uh gets everyone's uh juices flowing i guess so that's 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 definitely something i'm happy i'm very thankful for and and hopefully we'll just continue that and, and continue building these big events that uh that will uh you know stand out on the on the calendar and and you know i i think it it's it appeals to even fans that are just casual fans of, of racing. They like to come out and be part of that. You know, you, you bring somebody to Eldora or, or Fairbury or something that never even been to a race before. Uh, I mean, of course they're going to, they might think that that's the way every race is, but Hey, still they're going to be an, interested in racing after they see the, you know, the atmosphere that they're, that, that, that those races produce. Oh yeah. And the, the vibe, like you said, the rowdiness, the people having some coldies, People uh, yelling, doing the wave and stuff like that. Uh, fans 
fans do make it fun when you have a big event like that and the crowd's huge you can hear the roar over the engine there's nothing nothing better to it in this sport so great one Kovac I like that uh all you guys had some great things that you are uh, are fortunate enough to have and uh, appreciate in the world of dirt late model racing we cannot uh, be more thankful for that but I mean this is gonna be a good main topic today so Usually everybody's going to go see their family and friends in tomorrow, have a big feast, turkey, stuffing, ham, even though ham's a crime on Thanksgiving. I'm sure Kovac, that's what he goes with. But uh, what, Kovac? You don't, oh, yeah, you like turkey, but I feel what like the heck? Like, turkey's great. Definitely have turkey on Thanksgiving. Well, there's some people that like ham. Kyle might be a ham guy then. Might <laughs> be a ham. No. My, wife, my wife and son are ham people. They're, my, my, my son is like, wait. There's no ham. I'm like, he's like, why not? I'm like, because it's Thanksgiving, son. It's yeah. not Christmas or Easter. Yeah, bring it's it not... for the other holidays. You yeah, can go Thanksgiving. It's, we it's got ham turkey. on Christmas. We have ham on Easter. It's Thanksgiving. I mean, it's Thanksgiving. It's turkey time. Yeah, it's turkey time. There you go. So everybody like always brags about Thanksgiving food being the greatest, but how come we only have it one time a year then? If it's the greatest, that's something to think about. Derek, I grew up in a restaurant. My parents owned one for many, many years here in Middle Tennessee. We served turkey and dressing every Thursday year round. And it was our busiest non-weekend day of the week. Take away Friday and Saturday. It was our absolute busiest day of the week for lunch on that Thursday. So people clearly love it, at least here in the South. Because we served it every single week. Perfect. Well, I think more places should uh, offer it more because everybody brags about green bean casserole, stuffing, turkey, and other things that you eat on that day. But it seems like the only time you ever have it's on Turkey Day. So maybe we can start a movement where we get the Thanksgiving-based foods throughout the year more and more. So I'm, the main... I'm in. I'm in. Where do we sign up? All right. Perfect. So basically, I wanted to do this topic. Everybody goes to their family and friends. Sorry to get off topic there. Uh to enjoy the special day with everybody. Good time. Uh, but for this, we're going to decide what people or industry guys, drivers, crew guys, I'm. we could throw out a whole bunch of here that you would love to invite to have at your dinner table on Thanksgiving day. We don't really get to see these guys on the big time holidays like Christmas and Thanksgiving, but we do see them on like the 4th of July and other things. So Kyle McFadden, who would you want? Just name a guy first. We can kind of maybe react to it a little bit. Who would you like to have on your uh, on your table or next to you sitting at the table on Turkey Day? And then they, I mean, some of these guys might end up on top of the table later in the day. But just what uh, what guy would you like to invite to your family uh, Thanksgiving? Yeah, I was I was really thinking through this because I mean we can go any direction with this, especially batting leadoff in this conversation. So um, I kept thinking about. Don O'Neill and what uh, that comment or that inf infamous quote that he gave, what was it, during the World 100 a few years ago? No, during the Gateway Dirt National. Indoor race. It was, it was the dome, right? And so I just feel like uh, imagine, you know, I mean, he's just uh, – I just feel like, you know, he's a guy that I would – absolutely love to uh you know have a thanksgiving meal with and maybe crack a few cold ones maybe a few more beverages in there too and uh i think um 
you know, him and uh, Hudson perhaps. And, uh, you know, there's a few other guys, Chris Ferguson, uh, Mike Marler, um, you know, guys that are, are just cordial. We have a lot of, uh, you know, just uh, outgoing, engaging personalities in our sport, right? So for now, I'll stick with, <laughs> I'll stick with Don O'Neill. <laughs> I think uh, that would be a, an engaging conversation. And um, I would like to have a, a meal <laughs> with Don. I haven't talked to Don actually a whole lot since I came on with Dirt on Dirt, but he just, uh, I don't know, there's just a part of him that fascinates me. And I would uh, absolutely like to spend my Thanksgiving dinner or meal with uh, Don O'Neill. It's like racing in the winter. So then you can take him to the dome the following week because it's next week, a week from week from tomorrow or yeah, week from tomorrow. So Don O'Neill Kovac, I mean, he'd be a lively guy there. Maybe if you, especially if you had like a 5 PM, 6 PM dinner, he'd be ready to go Uh, watching football and having a good time. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you got about have the drinks ready because he's going to like, he's going to have to drink a few with you and, I don't know if you'll be able to keep up. Kyle, I don't think we'll be able to keep up with Don O'Neill. No, I, I mean, I a, a veteran, not. a veteran like that, you know, a, a hardened, no you know, seasoned, uh, hard-nosed veteran like Kyle, like Don O'Neill. I mean, he's, but, uh, you know, I think that's, and then Don's going to loosen up after those and tell you some stories, you know, I mean, you, you know, he could tell you about, um, you know, his, his incidents, you know, his incident with Jeep Van Wormer, Summer National, stuff like that. Right. Right, Derek. Uh, there'll be some, be some good talk going on with Don. Yes, he could go from his historic victories to his uh, on-track altercations, off-track shenanigans. Uh, yeah, Don O'Neill will be a good pick. Surprising, you know, surprising guests on the list early in the early in this yeah. uh, subject. But hey, we'll take it. Don O'Neill will be a great time. Kovac, we'll let you go next. What are you thinking here? I mean, are you going to go with kind of an upset, shocking pick like Kyle did, or are you going to kind of go chalk here and a guy that we need mostly anybody would like to have in their uh, dinner table on. I, I don't know. I'm going to, it's I'm not going like the, you know, a national superstar here or something, but one guy that immediately just came to the top of my head was big brother, Dan stone. I'm going to stay right here in my state of pets. He doesn't live far, but for me, maybe two hours, I could invite him down for Thanksgiving dinner, say big brother, come on down. I'm, I'll make sure I got plenty of, you know, the, the Turkey's big and plump so that, cause Dan's a big dude and I'm sure he's going to want to, you know, eat a lot of, uh, a lot of Turkey on Thanksgiving, but Dan is just one guy that, that he's such an affable, fun, uh, talkative, easily approachable driver. I mean, there's probably just few of them in the pits that are so that, that, I mean, had the personality of Dan, every time I come see him in the pits, I mean, I ended up talking to him for a while, just about all kinds of topics and, uh, you know, and he, and he's funny. I mean, I, I just saw him put up the, like, I mean, every time he put something up on Twitter, he doesn't put too much stuff up when he makes a post on Twitter. It's usually pretty, pretty uh, funny and uh, humorous. So uh, I think it'd be nice, some nice, good dinner table conversation for the uh, racing and otherwise when dire time, if I had big brother with me. Hey, that's a, that's a great pick. I feel like he would be so blessed to be hanging out in Kovacs presence on a big time national holiday, but with big brother, you have to bring the other brother in too, right? I mean, you can't just, you can't just have Dan. You have to have his crew guy, you know, his brother in the mix too, Kovac. So you're going to have two stone brothers, right? <laughs> yes. Two. Yeah, I guess. I, I guess so, Derek. 
Yeah, and you need a lot more turkey than I think the the traditional one with you know those two guys. I'm sure they would love they'd clean house yeah. there. But they that would be a those would be good picks there. I like that, Kevin. Robert, how about you? I'm gonna stay. I think we'll we're before this is over with, uh, before our time has elapsed here, we'll probably get to the obvious ones. Uh, someone will, but I'm going to stick with like these two guys and stick with the, the not so obvious ones. And I want someone at, at my Thanksgiving first, you know, I looked and like, like think Christmas vacation. Who's the cousin, Eddie, who are the in-laws, you know, who's Russ and Audrey, who are these people at this holiday affair that really are going to get things going? Who's, who's, Who's going to be fighting with each other? Which Who's going to start the first argument? Are politics going to be involved? So I looked at all that, and I'm like, well, we'll wait a minute on that because we'll maybe get to the obvious guys. This is a not-so-obvious person who uh, I'm friends with on Facebook, never really talked to the person much, if ever. I've talked to his son uh, before, but not him. I'm going with Don Hammer. I would like, I'd like to see, you know, maybe Don, he could, he could bring, uh, I think Bonnie is his wife's name. They could, they could come over. If you've ever seen Don's vacation photos, he is a great photographer. And if anyone who's <laughs> friends with Don on Facebook, Don Hammer on Facebook, if anyone's friends, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. He has a certain style about his photography. And I guess, and, and right now I'm, I'm hoping that we're crashing the internet with everybody trying to find Don Hammer's Facebook page and check out his vacation pics. But uh, if you check out Don Hammer's vacation photos, you'll know exactly what I mean. And I think this is a guy that I would really get along with. This is a guy that I could, I could have some, you know, some drinks with after the Thanksgiving, just sit back and you know, and I don't know who his football team is, but it it wouldn't shock me if it's the Bears, you know, from where he, you know, it's an Illinois guy. So, uh, and if I get in trouble, I feel like Don Hammer could save me. I feel like he could, if we wound up going out to a bar or something after dinner or after if we found some place, I feel like if I, you know, said something I shouldn't have said to someone. I feel like Don Hammer could could grab me and get me out of a certain situation. So uh I'm going with Don Hammer. He's he's my first guest on my Thanksgiving list. That is a shocking one, but yes, he does have great photog skills. Make sure to go check out Don Hammer on Facebook uh to know what we're talking about. And yes, he is jacked. So if you needed to, you know get out of a pickle he'd be the one guy to help you out there that guy's got pipes for days i think they're they're bigger than my calves or yeah his his guns are huge so it's a good pick there i'm gonna go with a sentimental guy um he'll probably cry a whole bunch at thanksgiving just thinking about memories and stuff like that but he'd be a great time he would have great stories he would uh kind of go like this to you if you could i know not on camera he'd be like so did you hear about this guy? Did you hear about this? Like, you know, telling secrets. I'm going to go with the man, the myth, the legend. I'm going with James Essex. I mean, this guy is the face of Turkey Day. Um, he'll watch football with me. Uh, he'll appreciate, like, all the ladies, you know, cooking and the moms and uh, wives cooking. He'll, like, thank them personally. He'll probably, like, go on record saying how good they look. Uh, I just think James Essex is the perfect – because he's from the Midwest, so we probably have the same traditions or close to it. 
talk about, we'd watch hoops, watch football, talk about the good old days of racing for hours on end. And he'd be a guy that could just pick up any conversation. And, and I think he does like pumpkin pie, which he told me before. So we would share a nice little uh, sweet pumpkin pie after uh, a nice Thanksgiving dinner. And I guarantee you this, he is leading the tradition of an afternoon nap. There's no doubt about it. James Essex is going to be napping there at some point, but when he's up, he'll be getting rowdy. We'll be talking about racing and we'll be watching the sports. So I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with uh, James Essex, the announcer for the Lucas Oil Eight Mile Dirt Series. I think he'd be a great, great pick, and that's who I'm going to go with for my first guy. Kyle, what do you think? Yeah. I mean, Essex or, or Kovac, what do you think? That's not a bad pick. Oh, yeah. I mean, you you named it all there. I mean, he's going to like the football games, too. He'll he'll be ready. He'll, he'll be ready to, like, talk football he'll with whisper you. He'll whisper you some some notes, like, the only want you to hear. Exactly. Maybe he'll even bring his note cards out, you know? Like, he could bring all his note cards out about racing. He could go through some of them with you. And, uh, or to remember what family like... <laughs> members are who. Like, their date of yeah. birth, ones that come, and their nickname. Yeah, it'd be great. He'll I, list off all the sponsors of all the, everybody at the, at the, you know, the helping out, you know? So, uh, I mean, yeah, he'd be, he'd be an entertaining, uh, you know, guest. I could, I could only think that his note cards would have recipes on them. Yeah. Right there. His yeah. Note cards would be like, wait, this is how, this is how you do the pumpkin pie. I could, you know, that's what his note cards would have on them for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah. I, I think it's a good pick. I think he's a Midwestern guy from the Hoosier State. I'm from the Lane of Lincoln. Essex would be a phenomenal, phenomenal uh, racing, dirt late mile racing Thanksgiving dinner list. He's my top guy. All right, Kyle, who are you gonna who you got for your you know second round here? Yeah, I was just thinking that. Uh Walker Arthur. I don't know if oh, you guys gosh. <laughs> well, Kovac, do I know Walker Arthur? Oh yeah, that mean yeah, Derek single-handedly ruined uh, his 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 bid for a perfect attendance on the Summer Nationals one year because of a rain 2012. Out. And he hung out with us on the 2018 or 19 Summer Nationals. We had a lot of rainouts and he always stayed Yeah, yeah, I remember so. going to the pub with him also that one yeah, year. Yep. Pub and Gill Street. He always still talks about Gill Street. So that's a great pick, but why uh I'll let you just let uh tell the people at home why he's a good spot so, on the dinner reservation. Maybe my favorite moment of the year, Virginia Motor Speedway back in May, for the King of the Commonwealth was uh, cut short by rain, and I was looking for you know the drivers were packing it up quickly because tornadoes were in the area, uh, and then he's just outside his uh, his. Uh, open trailer just has has no urgency it looks like to leave and and he's got a bud light in hand and it's it's pouring and i'm like walk up to walker and uh i'm like hey man i need uh i need some more sources here for what's going on here tonight just your perspective and your angle as to what's going on introduce myself because i've never talked to the guy before and he's like oh yeah buddy all sure you know come on in here you you want a bear that's pretty, talk. pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. Walker exactly. Arthur there too. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, and, uh, I don't know. I, I just get that, uh, vibe that, you know, he's the guy that would just come to busting through the door at Thanksgiving. Kids would be running all over him or just, uh, run into the door to hug uncle Walker. Or that would be, uh, <laughs> he, he would be my second round pick. I like Maybe, it. Uh, so Yes. Walker Arthur is a great choice. 
Oh yeah, that's a that was a good uh, impersonation by him too. That was that was great. You could go into acting, I think, Kyle. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. All right, Kovac or no Roberts next. What do you think? What do you got for your uh, after Don Hammer or who went first before you guys? Was it Kovac? I can't remember. Yeah, it was me. All right. Yeah, I'm going straight Scott Bloomquist. I I mean, I just I just don't know how you could have Thanksgiving dinner without the goat. I mean. Jeez, can but you're gonna have your Thanksgiving dinner at 8 p.m. So he's on time. You can't do the news. Yeah, it will have to be late. It will have to be a late one. You better just say it's gonna be early, right? Yeah, there, I right, mean, Robert, I, will, you know? I will schedule it for 11 a.m. Yeah, and then, and then actually we will not plan on eating until 2 p.m. So hopefully <laughs> That's still he'll pretty be, early. Uh, though, hopefully right, he'll Robert? Go, well, but if I say 11, you think you at least be there by one. So he, you know, and it and that gives him a little leeway if he does show up at two. <laughs> yeah. Now you like people, you like your guests to be a little early so you can kind of hang with them and stuff. But, you know, if you're like me, you tell me what time to eat. If it's at two, I, I'm kind of, I'm not antisocial, but I, I'm not getting there to 155. I, I, there's a lot of people I don't want to hang with when I go to these places. You tell me I'm there for the food. I'm I'm a hundred percent there for the food. You tell me what to be there. I'm going to get there. And if the food's not ready, you you always know you guys know right that if you're going to a certain person's house and they say two and you get there you know if the food's going to be ready or not you know if it could be your sister-in-law so you know that if they say two don't plan on eating till three fifteen. you know if it's your mom's and they say two uh, you know probably 215 ish you know 230 just a little bit late depending on who's bringing you know the turkey that year or whatever so you know you know when you go somewhere about after all these years and kyle you'll figure it out you'll figure it out buddy but when you're old like me you know when you get an invite if you're gonna have to sit around and chit chat with people so i hope bloomquist gets there on time i hope he gets there an hour early even i hope he's not like me and just like just there for the food so i hope scott would show up early and and give us some stories talk to us you know, get him and him and Don Hammer, you know, start chatting back and forth. Uh, I think that would, uh, I would love to hear the stories, you know, kind of like away from the the racetrack, kind of like, a, you know, you know, kind of like his interview with, with, uh, with Dale Jr., except even more relaxed, like no, no, no recordings, just kind of sit there and listen to them. And just, you better be recording it all in your head. So you can like, wait, what the hell did he just say? That kind of thing, you know? And, uh, oh my God. And just those kind of stories that you want to hear. You want to hear the, the good ones, the real ones, the honest ones down, you know, right down to the every detail. So turn the recorder off, get the turkey and dressing out get some crown out and let's get down to business. Yeah. You better have the big bottle of crown. That's for sure. I was yes, just going to say that for you, Robert. I was like, that better, that better be one, on the table. If you need one thing for that Thanksgiving dinner, that is your number one list. It's ahead of the Turkey. If you're inviting Scott Bloomquist. Oh, without a doubt. We've bought a large bottle of crown. We're ready to rock and roll. You can even yeah. give him one of the, like Derek could give him one of the little plastic bottles. Like you had at the, uh, at the indoor race, right? Oh yeah. His own personal, his what did personal- he call it? 
the hobo bottle or something hobo bottle and he just started yeah. laughing he started laughing yeah. at his yeah. own jokes which is really <laughs> yeah. good too we're we're yeah. gonna have a we're gonna have a much more sophisticated feast at, at my place we'll get a big <laughs> bottle with a, a you know just a small rocks glass that he can pour it into and, and and i'm not don't worry i'm not keeping track of how many how many times he's filled up the rocks glass you know i'm not keeping track but just let's keep it you know sophisticated we're gonna drink out of a glass you know perfect perfect that's a great choice obviously we knew that somebody was gonna invite him to his dinner table Kovac what do you got I'm gonna go head over to West Virginia I think Derek you'll love this uh this pick too I'm gonna bring up rocket chassis Steve Baker and his wife Sherry oh uh, I mean the, every time I know I know it's gonna be a fun uh, it'll be a fun atmosphere having those two come in and you always see, I mean, do you ever see Steve Baker at the pit in the pit area without a smile on his face? He's all, he's, he's just a happy guy. And then how about like Derek, when we see those two at the, uh, down at the, um, the ocean deck, when on a rain out night at, in Florida during speed weeks, it's my they are out there having fun, you know, I mean, uh, I mean, they would spice up our part, my, you know, my Thanksgiving dinner, I think. And, and of course, Steve would have plenty of, uh, good racing stories, uh, over the years and every, every time you talk to him he's he can come up with some good stuff you know he'll talk about pittsburgh motor speedway and he'll tell some stories about his partner mark richards i'm sure that you know he brings some humorous ones uh but that that's a couple that would really uh you know really really give give my uh give my thanksgiving dinner a, a good uh a good atmosphere i like it they'd be polite they'd probably bring They'd probably bring three or four side dishes. Oh, uh, I think so. Yeah, yes. good dessert. I yes. bet you, Sherry. You know, you're not going to have any. You're not going to have any altercations. They're going to be, you know, just life of the party, ageless yep. wonders. Stephen, yeah, and no Sherry controversy, Baker. right, Derek? You know, they're just going to. They just want to be fun. You know, I, like we play some music afterwards, and and know, uh, you know, they'll be they'll be getting into it. Yes, and Sherry wants me to have her on one lap, one beer. That's like her life goal, she said. So exactly, I think I yes. need to get her on there. That'd be that's a good choice, Kovac. You got the you got two added to your list. Yep. All right. So Thanksgiving dinner's fun. It's always great. Whatever. But the one thing you got to do that's the fun stuff is like the games with your family afterwards, the late night stuff. Uh, left, right, center. You get the dollar bills out, <laughs> charades, all this stuff. So if I want to have a guy. That's going to have be a life of the party. You know that he's going to get the uh, both teams ready to go. I mean, it's Gordy Gundaker. I mean, this guy <laughs> loves football too, so he'll be there all day. But if I really need to get the family from like a tired funk and we're ready to play some games like charades or left, right, center, or, uh, you know, any uh, cards versus humanity, I'm going to have Gordy Gundaker. He will lead the way. He'll be the commissioner for the games. He will get everybody fired up, dial in. Because when you see him at those – uh, two to three day big time weekend shows. Uh, um, Gordy Gundaker is always the life of the party. So I think if you want to have a guy that's going to lead the way, going to be the guy doing the peer pressure to other guys, I'm going to go with Gordy Gundaker. Not a bad. That's I mean that's a good pick. He's a he's a he's a lucky happy happy go guy too, right, Kovac? Oh yeah, definitely be. I mean, like you you say about the the games. I still can't believe that game we saw him play beer in, in dart, the parking lawn darts, lot. Lawn darts. What was that called? What was lawn that? Lawn darts. You, know, you sit there with the beer can on the ground and between, you know, like between your legs there, kind of between your knees on a little stool, and then you throw the darts at it. And then if you hit the top, you have to drink. The the person has to drink the whole can to, to the level that the dart hit. I, I'd never seen that before. And uh, 
So, I mean, that I know, I know Gordy, when you might bring that out, if it's a nice day, go out in the backyard and, uh, you know, and, and start throwing that out there and make sure everybody, you know, you'll have to be ready to drink a lot, I guess, though, with him. Yep. Gordy has a, you know, a big family as well. So I think he would be a, he'd be a great pick for Thanksgiving. He gets, he gets the, he gets the idea of having a time with your family and friends. So I'm going to go with Gordy. <laughs> I got G squared and James Essex so far last round here, Kyle, who's your, who's your final invitee? Oh, geez. Um, oh man. Um, Mike Marler. I already kind of mentioned him, uh, you know, in my first round there, but I'll uh, go ahead and, and just say Mikey Marler. I just think uh, you could talk to that guy. I feel like I could talk to that guy for hours. And so, um, you know, he would definitely be definitely bring uh, the energy and the enthusiasm to our dinner conversation uh, come Thursday at Thanksgiving. And so, yes, I would uh, pick Mikey Marler. Um, absolutely would. And, he, and he's more sophisticated and probably has better manners than the rest of the dirt lay model world because he's got his beautiful wife, Stacy, getting him dialed in. So I think that's a great pick. You know, you're not going to have this guy, you know, chomping, eating, you know, not using, not knowing what fork to use. So, Robert, that's that's a good solid pick. You know, you're not going to have a, a big time mess. He'll probably help pick up after stuff like that. That's a good, that's a good choice. Uh, without a doubt, you know, how can you go? Uh, wrong with with Mikey and Stacy. Those are when you say, "Oh, those are good people." I mean, there's really no better definition when you say, "Oh, those are good people," because they are. Those those are good people. I'm not sure if anybody had noticed that uh, that they had like a 5K up there and uh, where where he's from up there in Winfield recently that they that they put on or whatever. That's the kind of stuff that they do, and that's the kind of stuff that. Uh, that you know you you'd get from from them it'd be a, an entertaining afternoon with those two for sure all right robert what's your uh what's your final pick well you know i, I was originally i was i was leaning towards jimmy owens but then i thought you know i'm afraid he would get mad at us and not talk the rest of the afternoon so i'm uh i'm gonna not go with with jimmy owens i'm gonna go with um with brandon overton Oh, I really boy. feel like I really get out like the bleep Brandon, card. Yeah, I'm, I really feel like Brandon Overton with the the crowd that I'm collecting, Don Hammer, Scott Bloomquist. I really think that that Brandon Overton would be a great fit right there. And uh, you know, he he, I don't think he would drink Scott's Crown. I think we just have to have some beer on hand uh, for for Overton, and I think that we could get some some great stories from him as well. Uh, I really feel like that that he would really round out what I've what I put together there for for lunch. Uh, I think he would would really uh, balance is what I guess I'm saying. He's because he's a young guy, uh, kind of younger than the other two. And I really feel like you'd have kind of all levels of of uh, conversation going on between those three. And then then maybe every once in a while uh, they would let me say something. So. Or I could just nod my head and say, "Oh yeah, really? That's that's cool," you know, something like that. Um, but I think that that Brandon would really bring a lot to, to dinner, uh, more than just the rolls, you know. Big sexy Brandon Overton. Uh, that's a great choice. You would have to. You probably have to. You'd probably hear some nice cuss words and stuff like that because he's, you know, I think he uh, has a hard time controlling what uh, comes out of his mouth sometimes. But and, I love big see, sexy. That would fit. Love yeah. 
that would fit right at home with with my dinner because the, the more I'm around, like my brother, my language tends to get off. It just goes off the rails, you know. And then so, so especially if like my brother was there, I mean, he would have to have some kind of monitor constantly, like beep beep. I mean, just constantly, you know. Somebody would be standing there with their hands, with their ear, putting their hands over the kids' ears. You know, that's that's kind of the way it is. So I think Overton would fit in great, perfect. I like it. Got that southeastern uh, swag, Brandon Overton. Maybe with all the money he's made the last couple of years, he would support the the entire bill for the the family meal when you go to the grocery store. So I like that. Great pick, Kovac. Got some good ones so far. What do you? Uh, what's your final take? And what are you thinking? Well, I was thinking about going, you know, our boy Boom Briggs uh, and Chubb Frank, maybe bring them both oh, in, you know, you because, the you, know, star be, bar. you know, it would be very entertaining. Those guys, uh, they'd be talking. I mean, of course, with Boom, I, I have a no smoking policy in the house, though. So, you know, Boom is going to he'd have to be making quite a few little trips outside to, you know, smoke and uh, you know, because uh, that's that's just boom. That's what he does. But and I think both of them will be fun. We'd have to bring them, you know, like right. I think Derek, you'll agree with this. Well, we'll tell them no more. Don't be. We're not. We're not talking politics here. Okay, boom. Okay, you don't have to go into that. We're gonna keep that off the table on uh, on Thanksgiving dinner because those two they might get into it. You know, uh, are with with us. So we'll say we'll we're gonna keep that. We'll keep it to race and talk and other talk like that. No politics. And, 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 but, uh, you know, like I, I, I will invite them, but I also have another guy I'd like to bring into the conversation. Also, I like to bring in my man, Booper bear from down there in Virginia. I always like talking to Booper. Uh, you know, he, he has, you know, he has right now his son, Tyler is, is racing. He's going racing with him a lot and he's had a great year. And, uh, Booper just, you know, it's very relaxed kind of back, you know, laid back guy, but always, but, but he always has some good stuff to talk to talk about, good stories to tell. Uh, I, I'd like to have Booper come by and and just you know just just hang out with Booper. He's one of like I always say he's one of the first late model guys I think I really interviewed. You know uh, when I started doing more late model races back in the '90s with Area Auto Racing News and kind of always was very friendly. And I like uh, eh, just like 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 having like talk like talking to Booper. Great pick. Booper Hall of Fame next year, right? Didn't he get inducted or nominated this year? Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. And like, I mean, Hall I think of fame status and, he's, and he's got the farm, you know, I mean, he, I mean, might be even better if it wasn't Thanksgiving because he doesn't have a turkey farm. He's got a lot of cattle. So maybe he'd bring some cattle in or, you know, bring some good beef in if we, uh, <laughs> if we had a, had, if we we're doing burgers or something that, uh, but uh, yeah, Booper would be a good guy. Oh, that's perfect. That's a great one. All right. So this last pick Thanksgiving. You know, we're adults now, but you got to have a kid's table. And to lead the charge of the kid's table, Kovac, I think you're gonna, you know who I'm going with this one. Jace Shepard. I mean, Jace Shepard. Oh, you're I'm, talking about a little kid. Yeah, yes, that's Jace right. Shepherd, oh, my gosh. He's invited to the party. Yes, we're going to have to control yeah. him a little bit. But uh, I feel like to, to follow suit of, like, what you see on TV during a family holiday, what you experienced in the past with a huge family uh, Thanksgiving, you've got to have the kid that's, you know – maybe a little out of control, not listening to his parents, all the uh, older cousins and aunts and uncles are laughing at him because they know they don't have to deal with them later. I mean, Jay Shepard would be hands down. One of my final picks Oof. to come to my Thanksgiving dinner. He loves suave. Uh, I think he eventually wants to do more interviews with me when I'm on the road with him. So 
we can maybe get them dialed in and that afternoon but Kovac, I don't know. I, I I think you have to have a kids table. Yeah, you probably Shepard, have to have a kids table. You should have maybe Shepard's maybe to have like charge. a a little bit of an older uh, kid too. You know, maybe a teenager. You know, like to kind of control those little kids. That'll be their job. You know, maybe 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 put Garrett that? Smith over yeah. there, or we you know we throw in one of those other you know some other teenager that's uh coming up in the ranks. You know, that's going to be their job. You got to control, and that's a handful. I'll tell you what, that little Sheppy. He's a handful. I mean, he we saw him the, at the he Dirt Bank. He gave me the bird. He gave I'm me the bird. The of the classic too. He did. I saw. I nearly got run over by him on a bike just sitting there by the tent there, and he comes flying through on his bicycle. Man, he's a he's a little wild man, you know. Uh, so you'd you'd need some some control over him. Yeah, but Garrett Smith would be perfect to lead the charge of the. Kids yeah, he's baby. calm. He just seems like a calm kid, you know. Throw him out there, and I mean, you throw another. Have some other little kids. Who? What other little kids could we? Maybe a little Tyler Shane Reddick. Clanton. Tyler you know, uh, could be over well, I'm talking about some table. other kids to go on the table. You know, uh -huh. like some little kids with with Jace. Some little other partners in crime for him. Maybe like little Gunner Clanton. He's a yeah. He's a little character too. You throw him in, and uh, uh, I'm sure we could find some others. You know, Max Blair, his his kid. Uh, I mean, he seems like he's he's a little he's a little character too. The Maybe little the Thorntons. little yeah, the Thorntons. Uh, Zach Blaine Dome, little boy, you know, I mean, we got, a lot, we got a lot, we got a lot of kids. Blaine the, Davenport could lead the charge too. He's older. Blaine he's a little bit older now. He could keep everybody. Oh yeah. Blaine, there. he could be, yeah, he's a big boy too, at 10 years old, you know, I what mean, he's growing Ryan up quick. What about Ryan Unzicker's kid? Brody. Show him over there. Yeah. 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 We have a big kids table. We're going to have to make a big kids table over there. Yeah. Huh? Yes. Well, then, time. We didn't even mention this guy, Robert. I mean, the cool uncle that'll be telling stories for days, drinking beer. And you're like, man, one day when I grow up, I want to be like this guy, Bob Pierce. I mean, Oh God. Be, yeah. There we go. Great one there. Right, Robert. Well, I was kind of thinking maybe before actual Thanksgiving gets around, I would have like a friend's giving, like I actually have to go to this week, <laughs> uh -huh. a friend's giving. And, and at my friend's giving, I'm going to have Scott Bloomquist, Billy Moyer, Jeff Purvis and Bob Pierce. <laughs> all at the table together could you imagine how i'm not sure if those are would actually be a friendsgiving maybe just my friends and maybe not friends with each other but could you imagine how great those stories would be at that table bloomquist moyer purvis and bob pierce together i'm not great. i mean that would be, be awesome. that would be that would be great to sit down at that meal for sure be awesome Yep, there's some good memories there, boy. That, you know, anything that the first three that that, that Bloomquist, Purvis, and and who's your other one? You said Purvis Moyer and, and Moyer. If any, if if they didn't remember anything, Bob Pierce certainly would, because his memory for all things racing is incredible. So he would be able to fill in any gaps in that conversation. That would be great. Maybe even bring in Ronnie Johnson to make sure that Bloomquist kept all his stuff straight from that era, <laughs> from, from when they were racing together back in the Have a Tampa days, because RJ remembers stuff as well. She put him on, gosh, man, it's, we need to host this banquet. We need to put the, we need to do this. Let's go. That would be we, awesome. Let's do it, Derek. Come on, get a go together. Get dinner, dinner, together. With, uh, dinner with dirt on dirt. <laughs> dinner with the goats. That would be great, yeah. man. That'd be awesome. I think that we have something there for you. Well, Thanksgiving, our list is is phenomenal. We have some different characters, different uh, genres of people from, you know, chassis builders to their wives, to the kids like Jace, to the Hall of Famers. I think it'd be a very, very solid Thanksgiving dinner that we would all have. So dinner with Dirt on Dirt would be perfect. 
Um, well, guys, we end the show with one more thing, and Kyle, I'll let you lead off. Yeah, sure. Chris Kearns is taking over uh, making Speedway in Illinois. Uh, just saw that here recently, and so obviously Chris Kearns is, promotes our great event on Flow of the Wild West um, shootout. And uh, looking forward to to what he can do there at the uh, Fifth Mile Dirt Oval. Oh yeah, the guy that helps out the Wild West Shootout runs it there, and you know works his butt off for that event, and is going to be running a famous Summer Nationals slash Lane of Lincoln slash one of the most famous small tracks in the entire country, making Speedway there just south of the Dirt on Dirt National Headquarters. Kovac, what do you got? Uh, I give it just a shout out to Peyton uh, Freeman for winning that Southern Showcase uh, Hunt the Front promoted race down at Deep South Speedway in Alabama on uh, Sunday. It was postponed from Saturday's uh, Saturday due, due to rain. $22,000. He's only made a few starts in the GR Smith Team 22 Incorporated uh, car since taking over that ride, uh, you know, in the fall. And he got a win already, a big win too. 22000 held off Brandon Overton to do it. Uh, that's, uh, they have plans last year to go national touring. Um, and so we'll see, uh, we'll see how this, uh, this win has to help them and Peyton, you know, a young driver, really his stock rose this year, running the summer nationals, got a lot of experience and, uh, GR Smith sort of picked him out and, and said like, man, this, here's a guy after, after, uh, splitting with Ashton winger, maybe here's a kid that I could bring along and, you know, so far with a with a win like that, that shows that GR maybe made the right choice. So we'll see what they can do next year. Yeah, uh, perfect way to start off that new race team, holding off Brandon Overton's late charge after pitting for a tire. Big win for Peyton Freeman, the guy that uh, ran the Summer Nationals to get some more seat time. Maybe a paid off there down at Deep South, getting a big time payday. Robert, what do you got, bud? I am. Uh, I just want to give a shout out also, uh, but I'm going to give a shout out here to Tyler Carr, the photographer who who all he contributes a lot of stuff uh, to us. But uh, he recently had a like a, a photo spread in Dirt Empire magazine. It's a really really awesome photo spread of a bunch of different racing genres and things that he's he's done. And uh, but uh, great job. These are some great shots by by Tyler and. I really just want to say that it's kind of another thing that really we should all be thankful for is these photographers who really, you know, stand out in the, in the weather and they, they do a lot to get these shots that, that they send to us that we then bring to the, the public uh, through our website. These guys are, are the, these guys that contribute to us are really excellent. Tyler being one of them. Great job to him for getting this whole photo spread in Dirt Empire Magazine and being able to showcase, uh, like I said, dirt racing of all genres. So uh, kudos to him. Great job, uh, Tyler. Uh, and and really just, again, he's one of uh, uh, many great photographers who contribute and send their stuff to us. So thanks to all those guys. Oh, yeah, they worked their uh, tails off all year long to get the good shots, standing in terrible conditions, getting to the track early, editing all those photos and sending them off to Dirt on Dirt and Flow Racing. So we couldn't do it without them. They're definitely uh, one of the backbones in the media industry for uh, motorsports. My um, one more thing is uh, came out yesterday, actually during the show, just looking over the MLRA schedule, the very beginning of the year. I like it pretty – I like it. They're uh, – 
starting off at Lucas Oil Speedway for a five and ten on March thirty first and first. Then the next week, going to Tri City for five to seven, which is a great spot for that. Uh, that series you can get all the Lane and Lincoln drivers, all the Missouri based teams, and I feel like that's a good area for the MLRA to be. So five and seven there, and then the following weekend they go to Davenport and thirty four Raceway for the Slocum. I just think those first four or five, you know, first five or six races they got on the schedule, the payout's a little higher. They got a couple tens and a couple sevens. So uh, good job what they're doing down there for the Lucas Oil MLRA series, uh, a good solid regional base. And we're going to start seeing schedules come out. And then that's kind of the first domino effect for uh, a regional series to release their schedule. So I think that's a, I thought that was a pretty cool note to, how they're doing the beginning of the season, Kovac regional series. We're going to see a whole bunch of them coming out here the next couple of weeks, especially with PRI coming. Yeah, it should be more like it was. It was kind of interesting to see the Outlaws and the Lucas Oil series come out like back to back days, uh, you know, a week ago or so, and uh, and all the regional ones. I think now after those big ones come out, the national tours. Now we see the more of those regional tours uh, will be uh, you know popping up through the next few weeks. Yep, it'll definitely be a busy time for drivers and crews to decide what races they're going to go to for 2023. But first, we have to get through Thanksgiving week, and tomorrow, big turkey day. I know everybody's excited. Wanted to wish all our uh, listeners and viewers out there a happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy the holiday. We'll be at the Dome the following week, but next week we'll preview that preview that event as well as we get ready for the Gateway Dirt Nationals, and then Alltech has a big race weekend as well. Um Till then, make sure you guys check out these stories of these three beautiful riders. Yes, they are very beautiful with their riding, not you know, not their you know looks, but we won't get into much details of that. Um, all in all, it's uh, been a great time, and I can't believe we're almost at the end of 2023, guys. It's uh, been a fast, fun year. I think I'm almost at my one year anniversary of uh, doing this show, so it's been a good time. It's been excellent. <laughs> Robert, that there you go. Say with some emotion. No, no, it looked no, like no. you were saying that and falling asleep at the same time. Uh, no, it's in all seriousness, it is has been a crazy fast year, and it seems like that you've been with us the whole time, actually, and uh it's from the get-go, and we're thankful to have uh have a great host as well, and thankful to have Kyle on board this to finally get us get us some help, right? Right, Kevin. I mean, it's just uh it's been a, a really crazy fast year. Uh, the most races I've had uh, in probably 15, 20 years. So, and it has gone by in a hurry. So you're, you're spot on there. No, I was not falling asleep. All right. Perfect. Well, everybody have a great holiday. We'll see you next week on the Dirt Reporters. Thank you for listening.